If you said Face Off 1997, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. This was the greatest acting duo since. It was before. It was before two actors older than them. The only acting pair of two bona fide stars, right? Bonafide actors. And their their first movie together. This may have been Cage's and Travolta's only movie together. The other pair did do multiple movies together. The only one where they were playing in the same time period. Boom, okay, you get it now. We're talking Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, The Godfather, and Irishman, basically. But I think there's another movie where they both were in before The Irishman, so I may just have never seen that one, right? But I think I think there might be one. But um, The Godfather 1 and 2, or at least just The Godfather 2, and they played father and son in different time periods, so the movie was totally basically held by them, even though it wasn't because just that movie, that franchise had the greatest supporting roles. It was just the greatest ensemble cast of the best of the of that generation. It was just some of the best, basically. You know what I'm saying? It was like Oh man. So anyway, Three twelve. Three twelve PM Eastern Time, three thirteen PM Eastern Time on Monday, February fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-two. I guess that makes it Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We're just talking on autopilot right now. NFTs and building an art dealership. Basically. We're going to build an art dealership and an art gallery. We're going to invest in art galleries put together by artists and art gallery put together. You know, just the conductors, the sponsors, the investors, right? We're going to turn these NFT investments into an investment firm specifically for um, venture capitalists, you know, towards the, um, the artist spectrum. It's a venture capitalist firm for artists now, like for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? And this may be the first of that kind. This may be the beginning of the digital art investment fund because they already have stocks for it and trust funds for collectors of it. They're already doing it. It's already taken off, right? Um, There are three different stocks that I found about NFTs that are available on Robinhood, right? I do not know them now, and I I took it off of my phone, but I have it on the tablet, so... I'll get on Robin Hood on there, and then I'll be able to, to uh, show you them. One is, I only know one off the bat, though, is Liquid Media. The last time I knew the price, it was $1.11, you know, so I was like, okay, gotta hurry up and get that. You know, you can get 100 shares real quick, you know, NFTs, because you're into the, the NFT investment fund, right? So you have to have investments of other people just like you. Like, you you are late to it. That's why their company is on the freaking stock exchange already, man. So you can get a company on the stock exchange and you know you could do it. You just didn't know which one, what company you would have to do it as, right? High finance, my dude, high finance. You know what I'm saying? High finance. 
that's it, the investment firm, capital firm. And then you can you can transition to your other idea you've had since you were like 25, right? And that was like nonprofit corporations. You might have had that idea before, but you can really remember having a use for the info and have and creating a plan around that info of a nonprofit corporation, right? And and just to show it was like this was way before COVID and everything, but this is like 2015 or before. So this was crazy. This was like I guess when COVID really first came out, you know, sorry, you know what I'm saying, right? I, anyway, look, they've been trying to kill us forever. So why are you surprised? Like they're finally doing it. You know what I'm saying? They're letting their nuts hang. That's what COVID is, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Call it a pandemic. I call it a a semi. You know what I'm saying? Are they trying to kill niggas? Oh, you surprised? Hey, <laughs> old mom, he's surprised. You know what I'm saying? When did they ever love you? You know what I'm saying? I like, really think about it. Like, go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and ask yourself, when did they ever love you, man? Look at you. You know? <laughs> I said, look at you, right? I can't even see you. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Say, like, look at me. Look at you. That's what I'm saying. Who do you think I'm talking to? I'm talking to myself here. That's all we're doing, but we're getting away with it because we're documenting. I'm documenting myself talking to myself. <laughs> like, isn't that just phenomenal? You know what I'm saying? Like, I am getting as introspective with myself as I can. I'm being as honest with myself for hours as I can. Then broadcasting it all over the world on social media, because that's what social media is. You know what I'm saying? It's where you broadcast your drama. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where reality TV started from. You remember the Bad Girls Club? You look like you remember the Bad Girls Club, right? Like, my mom is returning to futon because on the case of the futon, it says that the material inside of the futon can hurt you. I'm like, that's exactly why I had to take a medical leave from work. And, like, you know, I couldn't walk. You know, like stuff like that. Like, at work, though. And this is stuff just sending to your house. How can you pay for it? They're paying for stuff that's going to kill us. And it's not even tobacco, alcohol, narcotics, opiates, any of that destructive stuff. They're paying for beds and couches that could kill us. It's crazy. It's like, what age were you where you realized that everybody who got cancer didn't smoke? Like, when did that hit you when it wasn't, you know what I'm saying, even like breast cancer or just, or it could have been any kind of cancer. And the first time you heard that story of someone who got cancer and they didn't even smoke. And then you're like, you know what I'm saying? Then you're like, is it just in the air? Like, when did you first find that out? Like, when did I first find that out? Like, it was, it was a while. It took me a while. I was pretty old. It was like, I kind of remember it around 15. I kind of do somewhere around there, maybe older, maybe it was older, you know what I'm saying, like early 20s or something, but it might have been somewhere around 15, just the first time you hear a story, like, because I, I have known people who, who survived cancer, you know, my friend's mom and, and stuff like that, so I saw it, I was, I, I saw my friend's mom beat cancer, like, I was right there, like, it was crazy, crazy shit. It was fucking crazy. My best friend's mom had cancer growing up when I was growing up. And I just watched her like she still was the manager of a BP. Like she was like the like the real manager of it. Like I had to lock the shit up. Like she was like, you know what I'm saying? I was young and stuff, so it was real cool to, to see that. But like she had to go through chemo, bro. The hair was gone. Like I I saw all that. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
travel with work as work or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go to work, ball and shit. Like, nah, you know, you wear for work, but that was about it. She was, she was cool. Like, she still looked good with a bald head. It didn't matter. It's just, you got a bald head. It is, that's the part. It's a side effect of the therapy. It's crazy. It takes off your hair. That's crazy, dog. Like, this whole thing is like, they talking about the vaccine, right? And I'm like, yo, first off, uh, when have you ever had a vaccine for anything? Like, um, let me get the AIDS vaccine first. Um, let me get the cancer vaccine first before you, uh, oh, word, you got the vaccine already for the new stuff. But this stuff has been around since my grandparents were alive and even born. Oh, you just, oh, oh, security. Like, hey, listen. Listen, you got to strap me down to the table before that happens. Like, it just is what it is. Like, you want to stick Q-tips up my nose? Like, do you know what's up there? Like, is there something called the pineal? And, like, you're not going there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why you, like, what, what? You want to test it right by my pineal gland? Like, you trying to, like, take out my stem cell or something? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't trust you, nigga. Like, what? Like, basically, it's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, listen, you know what I'm saying? Because it's documented that... If you trust your government, you're insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, government don't trust you with anything, boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have a list of things that we're allowed to know, see, feel, touch, everything. You know what I'm saying? So, to fully, to fully... Hold on, Jalen just texted me. He's about to send a Dogecoin to my trading account for me. So, let me go generate an address. The pocket options, and then that's a perfect segue for what we're doing. Let's turn off this advertisement because YouTube has successfully reduced our attention span to five seconds. You know, without the skip button, we are going insane. This is too much like TV, right? Too much like TV. This is user TV right now. Like we're in the age of user television. Like when you was. In the 50s, in the 60s, when television was first, like, having a lot of um, uh, programming, basically, when television programming was pre-cable, right, before cable, the last two decades before cable, three decades before cable, right? You could only dream about going to your room with the camera and setting up a tripod and connecting it to your laptop and connecting the laptop to the internet and uploading a video on a website. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's so many steps beyond where you're at in the technology realm of that era. You know, like, we have a great responsibility being the ones who have been blessed to see this technology that is crippling us from the traits that the previous generations were able to cultivate. You know, a lot of things they were able to do. The older generations are more survivalist and minimalist than we are because we have been raised on video games, man. We're the most privileged um, universal child ever. You know what I'm saying? The universe looks at us like, what? And you see what these niggas are doing with it? Like, really stop and smack yourself because you don't have an answer that's going to help you to the question of... What will Malcolm X and Martin Luther King do with the internet and a computer and social media? And John F. Kennedy and Robert F. Kennedy. I say Malcolm X, I said Malcolm X. You know I said Malcolm X because Malcolm X, nigga. What? You know what I'm saying? The chat doesn't even make sense. But that's perfect because I never do. Right? I mean, like, right? Uncle Will, right? Like, we trade WTI crude oil over the counter. 
right, in front of the cops. We talked to the cops about it. He said, oh, I thought you trade crypto because I'm the crypto generation. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, you think because I'm a millennial, I trade crypto? You damn right, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. What? Nigga, we're about to get rich. Just fuck it. If not, nigga, it don't matter because I could have spent this money on a bag of weed, but I didn't because I got a bag of needs, nigga. Oh, he's smitten with a kitten. Babylono, no, you didn't. That's a joke referring to pretty soon they're going to legalize bestiality because that's just where we're going. Right? You know, I'm right, man. Shut your ass. I listen. <laughs> I'm just joking. Listen, I'm in an apartment by myself, bro. I'm solo dello, and I'm just documenting uh, my Tourette's. How about that? I, I, I'll be cool now. <laughs> I'm not cool with a nigga that got Tourette's. Nigga. Like, what? You ain't cool with yourself, nigga? What? How many fights you been in? Come on, Tourette's, nigga. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't hear you niggas listening. Alright, look. We're going to start an NFT collection. This NFT collection is going to be full of NFTs. What's an NFT? It is the best economical scam for the millennials ever. It's like, what's the opposite of scam? Like, it's an abundant opportunity. Damn it. It's an abundant opportunity. If you really understand the economics behind it. Okay, check this out really quickly. This is going to be easy because you're easy. Listen. You're never easy. Alright, listen. Boy, your mind brick hard. I right, listen. Look, you want to buy the Mona Lisa. First off, you're going to have the only one. It's a one of one. Okay. First off, right there. That's the first concept. That's referring to minting. The fact that you can have a numerous number, a numerous amount, multiple. I'm still supposed to get this address for him. Trying to keep the conversation flowing with you. I said, look, you got to have a numerous amount, right? Give me a second. All right, click this. Get the double address real quick. Send this to the trading. I've been waiting, but I'm going to wait for until like 6 p.m. to really trade. I'm going to trade on the demo. We're going to talk trading in a minute, but right now we're like talking trading NFTs. Okay, you want to buy the Mona Lisa. And uh, first off, there's only one, so of course it's going to cost a lot. Now, whatever it costs, you don't have to pay that taxes on the money that that costs. You know, like if you would have not bought it, you know what I'm saying? If you didn't buy it, if you didn't buy it, then you would, then you would, um, you don't have to pay taxes on that money. You know, you didn't spend it. Um, sending a message to Jordan. Alright, so we're good. Alright, so what else? What else? What else I was trying to say? Okay, now you buy the Mona Lisa. Whatever the market is willing to pay for it when you're ready to sell it or even when you buy it, if it's at an auction, then it could go to however much. It's last man standing in an auction. That's what it is. It's a freaking, you know, rich measuring contest, basically, right? So. If you do that, um, you gotta pay whatever. But let's say you could pay a set price. That's based on the market, right? And even with the auctions, based on the market. Now with the NFTs, you can do the auction. Some of them you have to do auctions, but some of them 
you can just set the filter to buy now or you know what I'm saying you want to buy it right now no option none of that you just want to have a set price fits a fits amount and they might just have one available you know what I'm saying it might just have one really just one available just one listed you know and then you buy it and see what happens see if you can buy another one then if you can buy another one then just imagine buying five of the Mona Lisa way back then I mean like we are the timesters you know what I'm saying? We are the timesters. Like, it's a story I created in 2019. I wrote about it. It's published, you know, like, the bits of the story that I had or whatnot. Really trying to see what I'm going to do with that is so much. And I can combine that with the original franchise I created, uh, The In Your Dreams. And, and now um, it's, you know, I was 20 when that happened. I'm 32 now. So I was definitely one of the first ones. I was before my YouTube channel. You know, it's right before, the year before, you know, I had just published a book since Lil Wayne's prison cell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was on a roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as my trajectory for publishing and just conquering those kind of milestones and just doing that, like, put it, submit, submitting my first short film that was on my YouTube to a really Scott contest back in, like, 2011. And at the last minute, I just couldn't upload it. It was like, it was like, I was at a tattoo shop filming a reality show. You know what I'm saying? I was like out there filming some whole other stuff while I'm submitting my short film. I did it real quick. And and just at the very last minute, just couldn't even upload it. And it was like, the universe wouldn't even give me a chance. So it was like, just imagine how powerful that, that would have been. Like, it wouldn't even allow me to get in the contest and lose. You know what I'm saying? And so it was like, I still could have gotten the contest and lost. Or even like been in just the bottom of the top and been eligible to, to travel out to Europe somewhere. Like it could have changed everything. Maybe it was like university and straight up like we can't even let you in because if you get in, you're gonna get noticed. Like they're gonna, this dude's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna snatch you. So we can't even let you enter. It was like damn, I'm not even allowed to get a note. So it was like, so it just boosted my confidence. It was like. So, like, if I was going to get a no, why would they um, even not let me get it? What, it's going to discourage me? Like, it wouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? Nothing ever discouraged me. Like, like never, ever get discouraged, especially when I started trading. And then it's like, you crash, you crash an account. First question you need to ask yourself is, am I discouraged? And the answer is always no. You're not discouraged. Take what you just learned from whatever just happened and apply that. Just apply what you just learned, right? It's just that easy. Just apply what you just learned. Like, what did you, everything you just learned, apply it next time. Like, everything you just learned, write it down. What did you just learn? Write it down, turn it into a few rules, five to ten rules, you know, 20 rules, just a set of mechanical rules. And you just follow the rules, you know, and that's what I'm working on now is typing all that up so I can help you all follow the rules when it comes to the financial markets. They're so easy. When you watch PBS Frontline documentaries on the retirement gamble, and you see, you know, the stories of the older generation, like, it breaks your heart because any generation, no matter what it is, our generation in the future, you know, this generation right now, when we're older, and, like, it can happen to us as well. It will happen to some of us. It, this is a generational curse of amongst just all human beings, period. And, and that's the curse of not being in the 1% of the ones who control 90-something percent of the world's wealth, like, the resources, like, really being in, having that class um, equal just because the information age and social media age allow it to be more equal for us, for us to gain more equality.
inequality financially and ending economic slavery and embracing automation like it's supposed to be embraced. It was never supposed to be like, oh man, this computer's about to take my job. No, it's like, yo, I'm about to use this computer to achieve everything we're trying to do. Like, yo, these computers just took my job. We're about to invest in computers. Like, as soon as the computer took your job, you should have jumped ship. It was that simple. Even if you just have to throw money into whatever they were doing with computers, it was just really realizing where you were at. You know, all that imagination you all claim to have because you didn't have anything else but to go outside and ride bikes and shit. Uh, that's when that was supposed to come into play. You know, like, it was an online library. We could talk to anybody else in the online library. That's all it is. You know. Your phone is an online library. That's all it is. Your phone. Thank you, Jalen. So it's done. What time do you go to work? Um, mask coming back. Once I get back to work, um, I'll be investing in NFTs every day. So it's like this, I found a gallery. The name of the gallery is Exploration World, and there's an underscore in between this, those two words. Exploration underscore world, right? And that's the gallery I'm going to be investing in. It has like 5,000 pieces. So it's like, cool, I just thought about it today. It has 5,000 pieces, and this person might have bought each one for like a dollar or less. He spent 5,000 easy on, on this. He just spent 5,000 on the collection. It's like, okay. I get it now. Let's get that five thousand. Spend it on this art collection. It's like you have this digital art collection worth five thousand. That really means, bro. You just have five thousand worth in crypto. But that five thousand, they freaking took the um. They took the they took the five thousand, in in the crypto, and they embedded it in that digital art. The digital art is a file embedded into a coin, right? It's a code that counts as a coin. It's a code of value. It's a computer code of value, and it counts as a coin. It creates a coin with that system. Then while it's creating that coin, it connects that coin to this file. So now the file and the coin are inseparable. They are stuck together, man. That's what I'm saying to you, right? They are one and one. So that means the price of the art will never go up. It's the price of the coin that goes up. That's the concept to understand what this really is, right? And it's so wild that that's not true because it's the art and the coin that are inseparable. So it's not the art that's going up in value. It's the coin. But the coin was connected to the file from birth right and uh that's just what it is bro it was connected to the file at birth it was born with the file connected to the coin you spend the amount of coin to get the file now you own that file it's a piece of the internet it's a piece of the internet it's user generated profit it's like having a domain name it's like having a domain name yeah, um, it's like having a domain name. You have a domain name. You have you have a trademark for that. Okay. So, so yeah, you're chilling right before. Yeah, he has to leave in an hour for what? Um. So yeah, I let's see. It's a freaking. What was I saying? I was um. It's, um, the file is connected to the coin. 
the price of the file goes up because the coin is connected to goes up. So when you're ready to sell the file, yeah, I was saying it was a, like we're all owning a piece of the internet. Like you're getting paid off the trademark, the copyright. If these files are ever used on the internet, you're going to get a slice of that, basically. It's like your ownership. It's like, you know, it's your ownership. You own this file. You own it. You know, if someone has to pay for anything that has to do with that file, you're going to get that. It's intellectual property. You're buying the masters of intellectual property created on digital software. This is something that's never been done before because simply in the past, you didn't have computers. Nigga, damn. You didn't have Adobe. Think about all the people in this whole generation of, like, me. I'm 32. Everybody was 32 and over, right? 32 to 40. All of those people and younger have been on Adobe Photoshop and stuff like that, learning how to edit videos and, and all the graphic designers. That is a new form of art, man. That is a new... That was internet designing, man. You know, designing websites, the same thing. That code, computer code, creating a computer language. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy, bro. Everything that, that's happened, right? The previous generation, they didn't have any of that. So it's like, with us, we're going to get older. We're doing it now. We ourselves, our generation, we're doing it now with internet money. We're not taking it serious. Like, it is actually classified in the Federal Reserve now as cash. They've actually said it officially. Like, there's nothing else you can say, bitch. They have officially said this is cash and they're taxing it. Nigga, crazy. Crazy. That's what it's for, bro. All other people who were smart enough to invest thousands of dollars and more into crypto and made billions of dollars, they are buying the crypto art because they can finally buy something with all this money and don't have to get taxed half of it. It's that simple. And they can get paid off of that. The taxes are no longer an issue for them because now you're going to get a percentage of each NFT that is sold after if you're the, the creator of it. You know, if you are the creator of it, and if that also means you, at some point, hire a graphic designer to just make them, and they make them for your company, and they keep some for their, for themselves as well, it's, it's all equal. It's like, you know, you're making some for this company, and while I learn how to make them myself, but it's like, just it's the same thing as creating a book. I'm the writer. I'm just going to write the script for it. Learn it as well, but hire people who really do that while I'm learning and just, you know, I write everything I want into a picture and then it's a whole new thing. Nothing's really been done like that. Like, I know a lot of people do that, but I'm saying, like, I'm about to do some Walt Disney stuff with this. Like, I'm thinking I could turn my writing now into a comic strip and just focus on the comic strip and make each panel of the comic strip an NFT. So I'm like, boom, right there. It's genius. It's ahead of the curve. No one's doing that yet. All of their... All of their graphics, they don't have, um, they don't have words. So our words will only be inside of the bubble. You see, the conversation speech bubble found in all of the comments. And we're just gonna have to do a panel by panel, one word, one line, each one, and that panel will lead to the next panel, and that momentum of that story will tell a story, and then the comment will be done, and then it's like, okay, you have to own each panel, and it'll just be titled. You know, strip one, panel one of six, and then you know, you know, six of them, and you can even sell them as a multiple, and just the whole comic, 
you're just buying one of those or maybe two of them so you can get one to a friend because it's a comic. So if you have a friend that likes the two, it's like, yeah, I'm buying these comics and I'll get one for you because I know you like it and just like that. And just in case you don't have it, I, I got one for you because I know you, you really want one and you, you bothering me about it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go ahead and just cop this. Something like that, real easy. So I, I look forward to that because that, that will help my mom out. So because um, she wants to work on that idea. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to really focus on it and just write, that's what I'm gonna have to write. And then I have a few other things I have to write, economics and stuff, but other than that, just something creative, a, a story, trying to figure out what am I gonna, going to write this year. Yeah, it has to be something like that. So I wanna thank you all for listening. Sorry, I wanna thank you all for listening. 30 minutes, it's nothing. But my mouth is dry, cotton mouth. Pardon me. I'm gonna lay down till my mom gets back. Love you all. Thank you.